Crossing over that borderline Priceless and when I'm glorified You're in a crisis I was born to rhyme and I write this The same warning signs To everybody that hates And still I came up in this city Everybody wanna come around me Cause they all wanna get with me Hey, see my life is like the price is right And if the price is right Then I'm right Hello everyone Welcome to the Take That Trivia Podcast This is your host Brian Here with my co-host Paul uh, And uh, we are gonna be doing This is called Take That Trivia So we're gonna be doing a trivia show for you and uh, that is going to involve a couple trivia rounds and wrap things up with Paul rapping. And we're also doing a poorly scripted scene that I think is one of my favorites. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, but let me start by introducing myself a little bit, and then Paul will you'll you'll kind of talk about yourself as well. All right. So my name is Brian, and I've worked in the education field for a few years now. In recent months, I was introduced to the idea of podcasting. I really liked it and enjoy certain podcasts like Never Seen It and things like that that do a little light trivia on their segment, and I thought it would be fun to do a full trivia segment or to listen to a podcast that had that, but I couldn't really find one when I was looking one up, so I was like, you know what, maybe I'll do one myself and see if Paul's interested. And uh, my co-host here is Paul, a local yeah. rapper, a very talented rapper. Indeed. He does our intro segment and some other segments you'll hear. do quite a day. bit. I do a little bit of editing because of the music side. So I got a lot of experience with certain editing programs and recording and the whole process of EQing, mixing, and engineering a little bit due to reading books. I started writing music, mainly poetry, when I was 13. Funny story, a buddy of mine actually found my notebook and it was poetry, but he thought they were raps and went around school saying that I was a rapper when I wasn't at all. So I had to learn how to rap my poetry. And I went around the lunchroom when everybody's like, oh, just spit something, you know, just rap something. And sure enough, one thing led to another. And to keep up the facade of me being this rapper, I had to uh, pretty much go on from there and learn how to write to beats and everything. Life has a funny way of pulling you in certain directions. It does. It was something completely unexpected, you know, it was just a casual sleepover, video games, left a notebook out, and had no idea what was going on. So, Paul, you are a really talented rapper, and you have some very good songs up. You have your own SoundCloud already yep. prior to this, right? And yep. you should plug that quick for our audience. Yep, so if you go on to SoundCloud.com, search P-Rod the Prodigy, it's P-R-O-D-D-T-H-A-P-R-O-D-I-G-Y. There I have a couple songs from um, a new album that I'm working on. And then uh, last year I did a, a whole CD called Solitary Confinement. And where I, you can find I love that, that CD. Uh, he's got a song called Letter. Oh, yep. oh yeah, Goodbye Letter. Off that, I recommend that track to you guys. Yeah, I got a, I got a few songs that actually correlate with each other. Um, one called For the Moment, the other one called Moving On, and then... Uh, Another one, it's actually an acapella I did, mainly showing my poetry side and not so much beat, but it's called Time to Heal. I'll have to check that one out. That sounds interesting. So for our podcast today, we uh, are doing some trivia with our guest. So for today's trivia, we've got some sound clips edited, things like that. We've got some music clips edited for music trivia and some sound clips for the right and wrong answers that we hope are going to add some color and flavor to the podcast today uh, are we ready to introduce our guest absolutely so our guest this week is a local author by the name of michael loffler say hello to our listeners michael hello pleasure to be here 
Awesome. So Michael wrote a book called Building Ruin. He's been working on that for a few years. He'll tell us more Mm -hmm. about that in the interview, which... uh, should we get into that right away? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we're going to introduce you guys to our guest by doing an interview. All right, sounds great. So, Michael, Building Ruin, sell me on it. All right, um, it's a story about two friends that grew up with each other um, named Vance Fisher, Trevor Jones. And um, they used to live up north, but it takes place here in the heart of the Twin Cities. Excellent. So, your book absolutely must radiate with... Minnesota readers then. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of there's a lot of name checking going in, references to things that are that locals will appreciate, and um, more or less it's about the characters have grown up in alienation. They've been pushed to the sides, the fringes of society. They are living on the edge. They've been struggling with chemical addiction for a long time. So the misfits, basically. Yeah, they're misfits yeah, without they're a misfits. doubt. So they don't have a spot to fit in, so they find each other. Yeah, exactly. They they don't really they don't have a lot going for them per se. The only thing that keeps them functional is their addiction to methamphetamine. That's a party. The <laughs> party. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. They they definitely are on de- on hard times and they become desperate when they don't have money for their fix as is the case with any addict. Maybe talk us through your writing process just a little bit. Well, I, I originally started it when I was in college at um, North Hennepin, and I wrote a short story called After Monday, and I got it published in the Ivory Tower, which is the school's news magazine or whatever. And that story actually has one of the main characters in my book in it, only I didn't know it was going to be a book at the time. I, I It just kept coming back to me later on as time passed. We're back to life, just kind of pulling you in the direction you need to be. Yeah. So you... So so it got published, and it was one of those things that just came back because you knew. Did you know it was like an unfinished project that you just had to finish? Or yeah, I got inspiration from the short story, but I also I got a lot of good feedback in a writing class. Okay, and um, they said that it was a really visual story and it seemed very cinematic. So that was the, the inspiration was the feedback to to make you say, well, maybe I should story. go back. I should go back and oh, definitely you know, I because, make it full because the first page of my story that I wrote was actually more like page one hundred and twelve. Because I ended up going back, I ended up adding the characters that are at the start of the story later on, and I ended up revamping it, shifting things okay. around. So when you revisited these characters years later, how different are their tones now compared to when you first wrote them in that newspaper? Well, surprisingly, it's not as different as you think. They're 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 just extremely they're downtrodden people who don't really feel a connection with life. They feel like they've been bullied. They feel like they've been ostracized, and they don't really have a great connection to anything. And um, there's this emptiness they feel inside themselves that they medicate themselves to get over. And, like I said, it leads to desperation. It leads to them planning a heist, a bank heist, to come up with the money to supply what they need. And things don't go smoothly, let's just say that. Lots of things end up spiraling out of control because well, Things of rarely heist. do during bank heists. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. That- Especially with drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I know in my past I've had some experience with people in my life that have used drugs and yeah generally any idea that comes to mind any experience with people who've done bank eyes uh no <laughs> no not entirely oh, okay. well, it's a video game we, would you admit it if it really happened uh probably not then uh, i'd be an accomplice i yeah. think i i do know somebody who has had a bank heist what it is a young really? lady and 
she probably would not be thrilled, but maybe I'll have her on sometime to talk about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> if she's willing to open up. Plot twist, was she busted or did she get away? She's got away with it, oh and my that's God. why she's keeping it a secret. Wow. Okay. She, so maybe wow. we needed. Unless she completely fabricated this to me. Mm-hmm. It's somebody you know, too. Okay, so uh, on to the next question. I personally do not own a copy of your book at the moment. Hopefully well, soon. I can remedy um, that situation. <laughs> and Paul, however, you you own a copy. You yep. read a little bit of it. Yeah, I got about 40 to 50 pages deep. Um, unfortunately, I was moving, so I wasn't able to finish it. But from what I've read so far, it is uh, addicting. Because when you start reading it and you hear about these characters and... I'm basically at the part where they're setting up and have the idea for the bank heist, and that's where it really draws you in. It's because you start meeting other characters. Well, yeah, the old man Jones is one of my favorites. Yes. He's yes. a he's a he's a pyromaniac. Yep, he wants to explode everything. He wa- like, yes, he wants, he wants to burn the world to the yeah. ground, just like a classic Batman villain. Yeah. How can our listeners get their hands on their own copy of this book? Oh, that's easy enough. Um, you just go online. It's on Amazon.com. You just type in Michael Loeffler Building Ruin. And um, it's also on the Kindle for if you have an e-reader at home. I'm not really into them, but teach their own. I think a lot of people have e-readers now and have Amazon. In fact, your book is not only available on Amazon, but if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can read it for free. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I believe you're right. If you if you've got Prime, yeah, definitely. So yeah, so check it out. Although I would encourage you to support, oh, of no. course, right. the author course. by purchasing your own copy. Now, is there a chance that our listeners can purchase a physical copy if they don't use Amazon? Yeah, I mean, I can order copies. I mean, if you're local, if you're in the Twin Cities, I've got copies. Otherwise, I think it's it's on. I think you can also order it through Barnes and Noble, but. I think it costs a little bit more through them. So I'd recommend Amazon. Let's go straight but, through yeah. Amazon or through Michael. Yeah. Or Kindle. Yeah. Or, or Kindle. Yeah. yeah. Save some money and not go through Barnes and Noble. Okay. Amen. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. Do not support your local brick and mortar store on this one. <laughs> support <laughs> Amazon or support Michael directly. Not the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. That'll wrap it up for our interview segment, but we will be keeping our guest in studio because we have some very exciting trivia for you listeners and for Michael right here in the studio. So make when sure you go nowhere. So make sure you go nowhere. All right, so we're bringing you music trivia where we got five clips, music clips we're going to play for Michael Loeffler, the author of Building Ruin, and see if he can guess the theme of this week's podcast. So, Michael, how many do you think you're going to get? It is music, and I don't think you're going to get any of them. So, Paul um, Paul has been a great editor so far. He edited these to be a roughly 15-second sound clips. Yep. So, it's going to be a little bit others, of a challenge. Yeah. I think most of them are pretty well-known songs, but I think Michael's going to have somewhat difficulty. How some, many do you think he's going to get? By the way, this is Michael. He's our guest in the studio today. How many do you think you'll get? I think he'll get two or three. Pleasure to meet you. I think he'll get song number two almost immediately. I, I think, think the he'll other get four. Struggles with I think it. he'll get four. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with two. I think he'll get two. All right. Okay. Well, if we're ready to begin, let's start out with All the right, first. Michael. So we're going to go in and play this. Uh, Michael, we're going to play it through. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna 14 play the, seconds. Yep. Yeah, all 14 seconds of it. We're gonna Then we're going to have you approach the mic and answer it. Uh, 
that way the audience gets a chance to hear all 14 seconds to make their own guess. So let's go ahead and, with Perfect. that said, play the right. first 14 seconds. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive. We got a song. Yeah. Okay. All right, Michael's got an answer So you know the n- name and band. The artist okay. in the song, if you can. Well, I'm thankful you started me off with an easy one. This is Take It Easy by the Eagles. It was correct. <laughs> it was right. correct. So... <laughs> We've got we got a sound effect for it. All right. Uh, so so far, Michael's one for one. Hopefully, you guys are at home as well. Let's go to the second song, if you would. Name an artist. Okay. Um, this one's a little trickier. I know it's the theme song to Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and it was one of the live bands that played at Gen Con. I remember Brian mentioning that. It played at Gen Con. It's called Life is Unfair, I'm thinking. But I can't for the life of me think of who the artist is. You're an inspiration for birth control. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> got him. You heard Paul, it. Paul got him there. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that is not correct. Not the song title or artist. I will reveal those answers at the end, or should I reveal them now? What Let's say we, we just reveal them at the end. Okay, we'll go over it at the end. Uh, let's go to the third song. All right, third Trip. song. The song bangs. All right, Michael, you are on the clock. Gosh, that's a trickier one. Um, the vocals almost sounded like Stevie Nicks, but I don't think it is Stevie Nicks. It sounds like one of the 80s groups. God, that clip is tough. Is it... B-52s, I'm thinking, or the Bangles. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Am I on the right path? Am I on the right path? Am I on the right path? We need one one yeah, definitive answer, please. We just need answer, a final vote. Okay, give me a second. Manic Monday by the B-52s or the Bangles? you got to pick one of the two. You don't get options. Okay, the Bangles. Congrats. Very good. He's, he's two for three here. Okay. Son of a. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Out of control. <laughs> and we're going to go right into the song number four. What is four. he, two for three? Two for three. Damn, dude, we're going to go make these song harder. Number song number four. All right. Song number four. That sounded like Morrissey. But I can't for the life of me think of the title of the song. I think that's Morrissey. Or Morrissey's group. Uh, who am I thinking of? Oh, yeah, that's wrong. I'm sorry. That was not Morrissey. And we are going to go right into our final song. Right now? Or right. Should we wait? Right now. He, okay. gonna, he's, right. he's got it written down or not. All right, here we go. I don't yeah. want to delay the audience. Take my photo off the wall if Oh, I know this song. No way. Yeah. Well, that's it. Oh. We'll take a guess uh, now. It's Jet, but... It's Jet. It's Jet, but what song? I'm not sure. What song? Um, God, I wish I knew the song, but all yeah, I know... I'll you too. Th- huh? We wish you knew the song, too. It's Jet, I know that. Photograph, maybe? Ooh. Or take my photograph? You're I don't close. know. That's close. Uh-oh. We're going to want to give you the buzzer. Uh-oh. It was Jet. It was okay. Jet. All right, so we're going to let him yeah. take one guess, if you would. But uh, do you know the theme? Well, the problem is I've only got two titles that I got properly, and that was Take It Easy and Manic Monday. So we're going to be taking it easy. On Monday? On a Monday. And what's Monday? Monday 
is the first day of the week that everybody hates. No. False. The day that everybody goes back to work. It's a holiday. Oh, oh, are you give me a clue? No, this is uh, not Labor, Labor Day. Labor Day? I'm, I'm derailing you. Oh, <laughs> Labor Day? I've never, never entirely, Labor Day. entirely derailed. Okay. All right, so, so we're taking it easy on a Monday, so I'm assuming that we're not going to work. It's not about work, because no one likes that thing. <laughs> well, hopefully our audience fared better. Go ahead and hit the buzzer on Michael, because yeah, that was... You're, just, you're <laughs> out of here. All right, <laughs> so the first song was actually the song, and you can tell me if you get the theme after this. Of course. The Eagles, the Take Eagles, It Easy. Eagles, Take It Easy. Followed by They Might Be Giants, oh. The Boss of Me. Yeah. Ooh, got em. Followed by The Bangles, My Manic Monday. Down. Number four was Kaiser Chiefs with oh. Ruby. And the last one was Jet, which, with Look What You've Done. Knowing those five songs now, do you know what the theme might be? Okay, let me see. Ruby with Kaiser Chief. Kaiser Chief. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh my god, I'm noticing a theme. Okay. I think I got this theme okay, down. Okay, you might have the theme. Well, I'm looking at the artist names, and that's what's giving me clues here. Okay, yeah, I think okay. he's on. He's got um, it here. I know. I can feel it. Who did the boss of me again? Which which group was that again? They might be giants. Oh my God! We got the Eagles, we got the Giants, we got the Chiefs, we got the Jets, and Monday. Taking it easy on a Monday, Monday night football. I'm assuming there's a football thing going on here, and the Bengals. Which equals football. Football, football team. He's, He's got the theme. He's got the theme for it. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why we had All that. Right, that could be it for Michael's segment. Thank you for coming on the show today. Always uh, a pleasure. Our audience has really enjoyed you. Always a pleasure to be told that I'm an inspiration for birth control. <laughs> I'll be sure to come back soon. I'm picking up some tonight. We'll be back. I guarantee you we don't have many guests on the show. Ready for war. I'm parent of corn. And y'all have been born. That's not even normal. Been here before and I'm bringing the horror. Y'all should get ready for torture. The way that I'm sketching this flame for the fortune of fame has been making me more of a sick individual. Catch the minimal. Now that I'm here, I've been dropping these mortars off of the mentalist. Sick and this venom is ripping the sentence. All right. Now that we've let our listeners and Michael in on the theme of this week's show, that being football, we're going to go into our next segment. For this next segment, what we are going to be doing is a really poorly acted scene. We're going to be calling this segment the poorly acted scene. And it's going to involve me and Paul acting out a scene from a movie, a famous football movie, sticking to the theme. And uh, we're going to have Michael, after we're done acting the scene out, go ahead and approach the microphone and take a guess at what he thinks it is. Now, what are the odds do you think he's actually going to get this? Because I know we kind of rehearsed it, and it was, it was dreadful. Well, this is not a movie I've ever seen, so I'm on top of me being a bad actor, I I'm certain that will be a factor in why he might not be able to get that right. This movie is such a good movie. I don't know how you haven't seen it, to be honest with you. So it'll take us around a minute to get this scene done. <clears throat> Give or take. Give or take. Give or take. We're going to get started. Right, here we go. Here we go. You want to do what? You heard me. Shouldn't we at least talk about this? What do you think we're doing? Don't act like I'm going behind your back. I know you put us down as Michael's medical contact at school. There's a huge difference between paying for a broken arm and being legally responsible for someone. I mean, we barely even know the kid. That's another thing. We need to find out more about his past. Well, he won't talk about it. He's like an onion. You have to peel him back one layer at a time. Not if you use a knife. What if we took him to a child psychologist or something? Do you really think Big Mike... Michael. 
You really expect Michael to lay down on a couch and talk about his childhood like he's Woody Allen or something? I mean, Michael's gift is his ability to forget. He's mad at no one and really didn't care what happened in the past. You're right. Excuse me? You're right. Hmm, how those words taste coming out of your mouth? Like vinegar. End scene. Alright, Michael. <laughs> All right, Michael. Okay. Honestly, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I think that, first of all, you guys deserve to win Razzie Awards for that wonderful acting piece. Thank you. I'm going to well, go with... I don't with, know what that is, but I don't take it. <laughs> kind of award I can get. I like that I, that I played a role in the, in the, in the script. Quit wasting my time. Oh, you son of a... Come up okay. with... Yeah, okay. Listen, you're not Because I have no idea what it is, I'm just going to say Rudy. Good guess. Damn, dude, that was kind of a good guess. That was a very good guess. Very close. <laughs> but... I'm sorry, that was not the movie we were looking for. Oh, we'll give you an actor. Okay. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's in a football movie? And a yeah. big black guy. I don't know. I think that's crazy. What kind of movie is this that we're talking about? <laughs> that, might, that might be a... Oh, we're going to edit that out. Wait, edit that out. So you're saying it's Sandra Bullock and a big black guy, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And this was a movie, right? This isn't like a Kim Kardashian oh, no, flick, I how think... she got famous? Damn, that was annoying. <laughs> the kid has some eyesight problems or something like that. I'm, I oh, know. I'm going to say uh, Powder. What? You're not even on the right track. Uh, the movie was Blindsided or something like the that. Blindside. The Blindside. The oh. Sandra Bullock. All right, we're going to lead off this final segment with our top five fantasy players to pick in fantasy football. If you are playing fantasy football, these are the top five people we think you should pick in your draft. That's a really good intro. Uh, I just want to mention that since this is our first podcast, that we will be doing these top fives weekly. Uh, we will be, I will be doing a top five. Paul will be doing a top five, and whoever our guest is that week will be doing a top five, and it will all be a top five list based on the theme of the week, which this week happens to be fantasy football. So we're gonna be talking about our top five fantasy football players. Paul's gonna lead us off. So number one, I got my man's. Tom Brady, he's 40, going to be 41. He's looking for ring number six, but he won't get it. But I think he will gun for it. I don't think he's going to find it. Who I do think is going to find it, or at least come equally close, will be Eli Manning. I think, Jesus! I think the Giants uh, have had an up-and-down career. And um, I think people want to see more of that whiny Eli Manning face. And as much as I hate to say this, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers, even though he's our vowed enemy. Because Quit wasting my time. <laughs> because he pulls miracles all the time. We, had our, we had our Minneapolis miracle last year, but this dude does it on a regular basis. Oh, good for you. Okay, and going into our running back position, I got New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley. Rookie this year. I think he's going to do big things, though, for the Giants. All right, and I'm going to go with the Rams running back, Todd Gurley. Uh, that is solely based on the fact that I have a dog named Gurley, and I hear he's a very high draft pick to take. And my running back that I'm going with is um, Alvin Kamara with the Saints because Alvin's going to bring some heat. Perfect. Let's get into wide receivers. Paul, you want to lead us off? Yep, so my wide receiver is going to be, I think, everybody's choice, Antonio Brown for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Clearly, he is one of the best wide receivers in the game today. Huge playmaker, deep threat, great on the post. I think 
he's going to be everybody's choice. And I am going to go with Stefan Diggs, good old number 14 from the Minnesota Vikings. Always a reliable receiver. I think he's going to have a great year. And for my uh, pick, I'm going to go with uh, James Conner with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know he's fairly untested, but with the absence of Le'Veon Bell, I think he's going to step up his game and definitely fill the void. All right, I'm going to take the helm for this next pick, which is going to be our tight end pick. Unfortunately, I don't like any of the tight ends, so instead I'm going to talk about a rookie pick for myself. I think he's a rookie. His name is Seacup, which is Cooper Cup. Is it his rookie year? It is his rookie year. All right, well, I'm predicting a good year for Mr. Cooper Cup, number 18 on the L.A. Rams. Great offensive team there. Absolutely, with Jared Goff throwing him the ball, Cooper Cup, and Todd Gurley in the backfield, I think they do have a pretty awesome team. My tight end pick is going to be Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady's favorite target. And I'm also going to go with the Gronk because he's unstoppable and I think he's going to put up a lot of good points. Definitely. All right, so um, our final pick is going to be a defensive pick. Michael, will you lead us off? Okay, I know I just... um already mentioned the Gronk just a second ago, but I'm still going to stand by my uh, train of thought, and I'm going to go with the Patriots, because I just feel like they are, they've been on a level that's, that's hard, hard to compete, compete with. Couldn't agree more. The Patriots defense is a team that you do not want to take lightly. I am going with the Minnesota Vikings as my defensive pick, because they got Harrison Smith, Sandejo, Kendricks, Barr, and a defensive line that is stacked with Everson Griffin, Daniil Hunter, and the list goes on and on. God, you're making me regret my pick. I kind of want to go with the Vikings now, too. And Xavier Rhodes, <laughs> and Trey Waynes, and Mike Hughes. I don't know. Where's my it's home- stacked. Where's my hometown loyalty? I don't know, man. I think it left. I'm also a big fan of defenses, and um, particularly it can be entertaining to watch cornerbacks and how they do against their receiving matchups. So I went with the team that has Jalen Mills on it, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh. He went there. Terrible. <laughs> Why is that a bad thing? You don't remember the Vikings? And the oh, and they just Poor Millie. Well, remember Minnesota Millie? Yeah. What they That's did ironic to that Jalen Mills is the player to watch over there. And... Uh, Millie was the name of the Minnesotan involved in the whole Eagle-Viking incident last year. That noise means it is time to get into our rap challenge, which means we're going to be bringing our guest, Michael, back into the studio. He is going to pick one word for us, which is going to be based on today's topic of football, and then we're going to have Paul rap for 30 seconds the best he can to that word. All right, the word that Paul is going to be rhyming is interception. Interception is the word. <clears throat> Damn, dude. You ready for this fire? Look, look. Interception, quarterback imperfections. Do a pump fake, causing a misdirection. Making a mistake too late to take it back. Either throw the ball away or say F it and take the sack. Instead, you try to force a play or throw a bomb, but it's too risky. Then make it take away. It's hard to bear like Mitch Trubisky. That's the word of the day, so if you listen, you would know. I'm here to make the purple rain where the prince and chance go. Bars. 
top-notch performance there, Paul. My personal favorite part was the very deep cut you found in referencing the Chicago Bears quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, said it right. Mitch Trubisky. That is a, a great reference, and what a great name that guy has. Uh, he might be somebody I have to look into drafting. On Definitely do not want to draft him. He went uh, last year, seven TDs, seven interceptions, career quarterback rating, 77.5. It's dreadful. I've got, I've got room on my bench. All right, so as promised, it is now the end of the podcast, and we are going to tell you how to win yourself a copy of Michael's book, Building Ruin. All we'd like you to do is send us an email at takethattrivia at gmail.com. And you're going to tell us your favorite part of today's show, your favorite segment, or your favorite reference Paul made during that rap. Also, if there's anything you'd like for us to talk about as far as fantasy football or football picks, or maybe you have some ads or drops you want to make, you can also ask us what our opinions are for your fantasy football team. That's all we have for this week. We'll see you guys next Monday. Let this be a reminder to you all that this organization will not tolerate failure.